You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with the most visionary humans on this earth in hopes that you'll be able to absorb their wisdom, avoid their failures, and feel less alone on the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. This season, I'll be chatting with creative thinkers, masterful marketers, brick and mortar shop owners, brand builders, and people just like you who have a story to share or a vision that inspires. If I can share one quick secret with you before we get into the episode, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. You know, that spark that nudges us to pursue our full potential in this lifetime. But perhaps somewhere along the line, it got covered up. I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to explore that inner voice and access the brilliance deep down inside of you. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, visionaries. Welcome back to the show. I am recording this on a beautiful, sunny Monday morning. I'm just so grateful that here in Ontario, where I live, we are coming into the summertime and my goodness, the longer days, the warmer weather, it is just completely transformative in my life and I see it in the happiness levels of so many people around us too. So anyways, today I have a very special episode for you. I'm actually being interviewed by my colleague and my business partner, Emily Elliott. So if you aren't familiar with Emily, she hosts the Magnetic Life podcast and she also is the co-host of the 90-day program called Your 2023 Leap that her and I run together. So Emily brought me on the podcast to ask me some questions about the realness of starting a business and what it really takes to succeed and sharing a little bit about my story and my journey of leaving the corporate world and actually pursuing this life of running a business, but also building freedom, building wealth in all areas of life and having creative control over everything that I get to do in order to run this business and build this brand. So it's a really fun episode. And if you haven't already listened to it on Emily's show, which is called The Magnetic Life, and I would highly recommend that you all go subscribe, then you can listen to it here. And this episode is super timely because we're actually starting our next cohort of 2023 Leap on May 17th. So you'll probably hear some ads in the episode for the program, but that's because we feel so passionate about this program overall and why it came to be. Because Emily and I on paper have built our lives and businesses in very different ways. I'm more of the marketing brain, the strategy, the tactics. Emily is more leaning into the power of attraction and manifestation and embodying that physiology of success. And it's so funny because when we first met and got chatting, we realized that our skill sets are radically different. But as we started learning from one another, we also noticed that we each had a missing link in our business. For me, it was the mindset piece that Emily teaches to her clients. And for Emily, it was more of the strategy and tactical piece. So we actually started working together. And because of the insane results that both of us were having, the constant voice notes of, oh my God, this has been transformative, of holy crap, I changed my the wording of how I connect with my niche and the value proposition, and I'm getting so many more leads. 
through all of that, we realized we have to package this up into a program because there's nobody else teaching it like this. So this is for business owners who are ready to launch their next income stream, who want to go bigger in 2023. So maybe your business is in that junior phase right now. You know you need to lay out the foundation and you know you need to understand marketing and strategy. It's also for people who maybe you're a practicing professional, like a naturopathic doctor, a health coach, a photographer, but you know that you're not fully booked with clients or you want to scale up your income and launch that secondary income stream. So maybe it's the online course or the ebook. So if you do want details, head to kelseyridle.com slash 2023. You can access early bird pricing, which is so, so, so affordable right up until, uh, I believe it's May 14th, but you'll have to go to the website. Don't quote me on that. And yeah, I mean, I think ultimately what we're most excited about with cohort two is bringing together a community of like-minded people. This is something I've spoken ad nauseum about how important community is and whether that has been in achieving my fitness goals or reaching for business goals or accountability with something that's going on that I'm working through or finding community in the neighborhood or the hometown we choose. Finding community as you're navigating really hard chapters of life. For me, I've gone through some interesting stuff over the last few years and without having community, I would have felt so alone. And this is where going back to your 2023 leap, this is where we're doing a group program, bringing together community, because we know that there is so much magic when you bring people together. Even just yesterday, I drove about an hour from here uh, to Turkey Point, and it's this place that has all these beautiful mountain biking trails. And I met up with almost 100 women from across Ontario, the province where I live, And we did an all-day mountain biking event. We got there, we were chatting, we were socializing, we broke off into groups, we did these awesome three-hour rides uh, at different ability levels. Then from there, we came back, we had food, we had drinks, we did prizes, and everyone just connected over a shared interest. And this is not unlike growing a business. If you are somebody who is kind of doing this alone or you have this idea, but you look around you and you're like, I don't really know who to talk to or ask questions to, or who's going to lift me up when I have a really hard day and I don't want to do it, even though your vision is to do it. So your 2023 leap will be that community for you. We have creatives, we have health professionals, we have coaches, we have consultants, we have people who are newer to the online space who really understand that if they invest this money now in building a solid business foundation, it is going to pay back for decades and decades and decades to come. I'm seven years into my business and I'm still investing in courses, programs, masterminds. It is essential in my opinion. It's kind of a business expense that I've built into my budget, but some of you maybe have never taken that leap before. So without further ado, if you do want to join in, find me on Instagram and let's chat or head to kelseyridle.com slash 2023. I'll leave the links in the show notes and I would welcome the opportunity to chat with you, answer your questions, and really just make sure that this is the right spend of time and energy and money in your own business. So 
That's it for now. Why don't we go right into the episode? So again, I'm being interviewed by my friend, Emily Elliott. So I hope you're able to learn a little bit about my journey in this show. And why don't we dive right into the episode? I'll see you guys soon. Hey, Visionary, I want to quickly interrupt this episode to ask you if you've been curious what it's like to work with a private business and marketing coach. If you're a business owner and you feel like your marketing plan is all over the place, you haven't figured out your search engine optimization or your SEO strategy, you have no idea what your social media marketing plan is, and you are not doing so well on the self-express content front, I call these the marketing trio. It's the three S's, SEO, social media, self-express content. And by dialing in all three of these pillars, you too can get more visible, generate more income and increase your lead generation where you're actually turning your followers into paid clients. And you're constantly bringing new people in at the top of the funnel. If you're not familiar with my work, I am a private business and marketing coach, and I have spent the last 13 years working in the marketing industry, many of those years doing consulting with clients like you who want to finally get more visible and get in front of their dream clients. So when we work together, you have me for four months as your marketing partner. I'm going to do a full audit of your business put you on a private project management software with me, and then based on your innate skill sets, based on your strength, based on where you are curious and where your dream clients are paying attention, we're gonna build out a custom marketing strategy. We're gonna track it, we're gonna optimize it, and by the end of the four months, you have a plan that works and you're seeing results. It's truly incredible. Christina Crook just landed a $100,000 consulting contract after implementing just one of my marketing strategies. Emily Fraser signed multiple new clients in one day after just one month of working with me. And now she is having consistent five-figure months. And Natasha, she started leveraging her email list in December. And 30 days later in January, she pulled in $25,000 from one single email that we created. So these results are possible for you too, but don't sign up yet. Just head to KelseyRidal.com and check out how we can work together, learn all about it, make sure you feel informed. And if you'd like to book a discovery call with me, just fill out the application on my website. We can get on the phone and see if it's a good fit for you. So anyways, I don't want to interrupt this episode anymore. I cannot wait to work with you, to support you and getting you more visible. And let's get back into the show. Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of The Magnetic Life. I'm your host, Emily Elliott, and I'm here today with Kelsey Rydell. She's a top-rated marketing coach who helps online entrepreneurs, coaches, and small biz owners achieve their marketing and business goals through coaching, mentorship, and training. She also nudges them to be a little bit more adventurous with their marketing strategies because that is where big leaps happen. When she's not taking the small business marketing world by storm, you'll likely find Kelsey adventuring on her mountain bike, paddle boarding down the river in her backyard, or traveling with her amazing husband. Welcome, Kelsey. I'm so excited to be here, Emily. Thank you for having me. This is just, you know, the most fun because Kelsey and I actually already get to work together. 
And I feel like we have this like ocean flow where it just feels so easy and light. And, you know, I think that's been something I've been searching for my whole life is to work with someone where it feels that easy. And that to me is just a signal or a light or a guide that I'm in alignment in my life that some people like you are just showing up at my energetic doorstep. So I don't even know if I've ever said that to you out loud. So I'm like, why not right now? <laughs> well, I very much echo that sentiment. And it's so funny because I feel like for the first 30 years or so of my life, I thought that everything had to feel hard in order for me to be successful or me to be worthy. So unless I suffered through a workout or unless I worked a nine hour day, I didn't deem myself as like somebody who was accomplished that day. And so I love hearing you talk about that from the moment you and I met, it felt easy. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to lean into this feeling that <laughs> you don't have to push all of the time mm -hmm. in order to have an amazing business and a incredible life that I adore. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes things can be easy. Yes, there is still so much groundwork to be done and being very confident in who you are and what you do and all the basics. But then when you stay strong in that state, things can actually be easy yes. as forming a partnership and then just rolling with it and yes. knowing that, you know, when you work with somebody who meets your energy, mm -hmm. it does just unfold as it will. <sighs> Mic drop already. We, we can end the podcast there. <laughs> That's the best example of the magnetic life ever. It's like when you are in a state Everything is just energy. And I had the same belief as you. I drove myself to the ground. I got the worst adrenal fatigue burnout. Could barely get out of bed because I'm like, if I don't have a hard workout, it doesn't count. If I don't grind 16 hours, I didn't work hard today. And that belief is literally a byproduct of the industrial revolution when everything was handmade. And now that we're online and, you know, we literally can transcend time, money, and energy. It's like, we don't need that belief anymore. And we start being able to lean into the energetics of yin and yang. So do just enough work and then lean back and attract and start to see how that pulsation is actually where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I also think that living in a big city, I lived in Toronto for 10 years. It almost amplified my belief that I had to push and work mm -hmm. hard because you see that modeled to you in larger mm -hmm. cities. And especially if you live downtown, you see that at the crack of dawn, the gyms, like the high intensity interval studios are packed mm -hmm. and everybody's there. And then they shower and then they rush to get their breakfast at a smoothie shop. And then they rush to work and they're in back-to-back -back meetings. And then they rush to their after work social. And so I'm in this phase now, now that I've moved to a different town where I'm almost like rewiring what it means to have a successful Monday to Friday. Yes. And yeah, I think it's all part of the joy of life and learning about what makes you tick during mm -hmm. different chapters of your life. 
there's definitely part of me that in my twenties, I loved the hustle and like, I really did thrive, but you know, entering into my thirties, my mid thirties now, I feel very differently. And it's important yeah. to almost like pay attention to your body and your physiology that's talking to you and just honor those cues versus yeah. feeling like I have to do it the way I've always done it in order to get the same results, because I don't think that's true. Yeah. And you're bringing up a good point. Like everything in life is kind of like a chapter. So it could be like a week, a day, a season, like truly a, a reason, a season or a lifetime. So really identifying like what worked then might not work now and just being able to kind of adapt, right? Like the more adaptable we are, it really helps serve our life and business. So I think that's a really excellent story. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I just love the word adapt too. I think if yeah. you're unwilling to adapt or evolve, um, especially if you're a business owner, then you're almost missing the point yeah. of what this whole journey is about. Yeah, totally. So let's lead in to that little pathway there. How long have you been an entrepreneur? So I guess officially I've been an entrepreneur or someone who started as what I would call self-employed. Um, I left the corporate world seven years ago because I just felt like every time I walked into the office building, I was a shell of myself. I had all these creative ideas, typical entrepreneur mm. that wants to like brainstorm. And I worked in marketing. So I was like, I have this idea for this cool new platform called Instagram and I just remember my boss at the time, he always would respond with, yeah, that sounds all right, but, but. and then he would insert his idea. Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that that crushed my soul was the biggest indication that I was meant to take a leap and go do it on my own. So I started my own business as a freelancer seven years ago, but even if I rewind back, like I do think I've had that entrepreneurial spirit my whole life. Mm. Somebody who kind of thinks outside of the box all of the time, who is a little bit rebellious, who doesn't <laughs> want to follow the rules. Like that is just me to a T. And so there's parts of me that have always felt entrepreneurial, but officially left the more corporate Monday to Friday structure seven years ago and have been doing this dance between self-employment versus entrepreneurship and like how to really grow beyond yourself ever since then. Wow. Oh my goodness. I really love what you're saying there. I'm, I can identify so strongly with that. And I'm sure so many people can as well. It's like, you know, not feeling seen at your work and like, we're all creative expressive vessels. So to go somewhere every day, it's like, no, stay in this box, Kelsey, stay in this box. It's like, you do feel your soul shrivel up, right? So I love that you've opened with that story because I think for creatives, expressives, people just like you and I, I think that actually is the number one thing that pushes them over. It's not necessarily financially, lim um, sorry, financial limitations or, um, you know, other parameters of entrepreneurship. It's like, we just want to friggin' express ourselves. And this is the way where we get to decide the colors of our Instagram and the words out of our mouth and the character of our brand. So I think that's a really beautiful example. Mm -hmm. And I do think that starting a business can potentially be the biggest creative, self-expressive mm -hmm. project of your life. We don't often look at business that way. We think, oh, I'll go do a pottery class if I don't mm -hmm. feel like I'm expressing my creativity or I need to pick up more like art 
artistic hobbies, but truly the way that you can build a business in the century that we live in is like, you can creatively express mm. people will be attracted to the brand that you build, whether that's using your voice or using mm. video or using amazing graphics that you made on Canva or choosing a logo that you want to plaster all over the posters that you're going to put up in your local Starbucks. And that's such a deep creative expression that also can lead into something that financially compensates you. So I don't know that people always look at business as a way to creatively express, but I do think it is one of the highest forms of expression. Yes. Ugh, and I mean, you know, you're so great at this. Like when I go on your account and I just, you can go on and right away get a feel for who Kelsey is. And, you know, for people who are feeling scared or on the fence with entrepreneurship right now, it's like, sometimes I feel like the more we can express and be seen, the more confidence we gain. But sometimes mm -hmm. you just have to take that first step and trust that on the other side, something more beautiful awaits. Because it's a hard time of life when, you know, you have a boss that doesn't see you and colleagues you don't get along with. So um, if you haven't looked at Kelsey's profile, go take a look. She does a beautiful job of like, I don't know, it's light, it's energetic, it's inspiring. So you certainly took that problem and made it into a beautiful solution. So I, I really love that story. Um, and I'd love to know, okay, so we'll transport back. You just were quitting your job, leaving the industry you knew. What did you think being an entrepreneur would be like? That is such an interesting question because... I actually don't think I imagined so much about what it would be like because I was living in more of that darker state of, I really just don't like my current reality. Mm -hmm. And so anything would be better than this. So even though mm -hmm. I had never felt what it was like to run a business or I had never, you know, sat in an energy of like, what would it feel like? Or who am I going to become? Like to me, none of that was top of mind. It was something feels so wrong about the way I'm dressing, the way I'm acting. Mm. And it was almost like I was just trying to pull away from the negative versus move towards the positive. And for lack of a better term, it was just a gut feeling. Like, I think I have something I can offer and I think I can do it on my own. So I never really sat in the imagination of what am I going to build? But instead I was like, how am I going to get away? And <laughs> I just put my head down and I was like, let's see what happens. And obviously I had to mitigate risk in so many ways. I took on three extra part-time jobs and made sure that I was financially sound, but I knew I was willing to take a bet on myself and just see how this journey of employing yourself would go. Um, and I think sometimes we've given ourselves clues mm -hmm. along the way, like, do I show up for myself when I say I'm going to? Mm -hmm. Okay, then I think entrepreneurship's going to be for me. Do I follow through when I tell someone I'm going to bring them something? Do I bring it to them? Okay. Then I think entrepreneurship is going to be for me. Have I ever been able to make a dollar out of something? Yes. Okay. I think entrepreneurship is going to be for me. So I think I had like given myself maybe some clues. And I think anybody who leaps into running a business, you have been proving to yourself in many ways, many shapes, many forms that you can do this. And that's why you 
feel that tiny moment of comfort to say, I'm doing it. I love that you kind of had this little checklist. And I actually think those are really cool um, little checkmark questions you gave yourself. I haven't heard anything like that before. And I really love that. Um, and you also touch on something else that comes up a lot for a lot of people, probably in your world, as well as with me, with the mindset and success coaching is how did you know? Cause you just said, I did the part-time thing, launched my, um, dreamy career and I, you eventually got to where you wanted to go. So what was that, um, tipping point or that balance point where you knew like smell you later, part-time jobs. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel as though there may have been a bunch of catalysts, but I'll focus on one. So at the time I was building my online course, which is called the visionary method. I was teaching fitness classes at two different studios, downtown Toronto. I was freelancing for a bunch of clients who needed social media marketing support. And I also had a network marketing business. So when I say all that, some people are probably <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, how do you possibly do all of that and do it well? And it got to a point where I simply wasn't doing it all well. Mm. And I was out of the house from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. every day. And I started to forget things like, you know, when you're just so busy and you just drop the ball on yeah, something for sure. And so I think the catalyst moment for me was I started dropping the ball on things and thinking, why am I not doing very well? Or why did I forget to follow up with this client? Or how did I show up late for my fitness class? And my first mm -hmm. inclination was, I think I need to ask for help or hire a coach. Mm -hmm because I couldn't find clarity in what I was doing. I was doing it all. I knew I was good at it all, but was I great at it all? Mm. I don't know. I don't think you can be great when you're spread so thin. Yeah. So the big catalyst moment for me, I think was I hired a business coach who I found on Pinterest. And the moment I got on a discovery call with her, even though she lived in North Dakota and she was in a totally different phase of life than I was, I just felt like a connection with her. Mm. And I, I just thought, okay, like I'm going to spend the money and, and work with her. I'd never hired a business coach in my life. And one of the first exercises that we went through was really auditing your time and what was producing results mm -hmm. and also aligning that with what are your goals for the next 10 years. And everything for me pointed back to the visionary method. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to build this online course and I'm diluting my life and my business with everything else that's going on. And she hmm. said, well, then you probably need to say goodbye to a lot of these other hobbies and businesses and income streams and go full on. Like you've proven to yourself that this works. You've done the dance between four different jobs for long enough now it's time to like send the signal that this is what I do. Like there's one thing. So to go back to your question, like the catalyst moment for me when I knew this is going to take off was when I stopped playing in every single arena thinking that I had to do that and instead decided to go all in. But I do caveat that with saying I didn't do that right off the bat. Mm. And there was I did not follow the advice of just jump and the net will appear. Cause I don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really did like do it in a, a stable yeah. way. And when I went all in on 
what I do now, it was very intentional and like supported um, through a lot of the actions I had taken. I, oh, I don't even know where to start with how good that was. Okay. So auditing the time, and this is something that's so great about you is you're so wonderfully systematic and not a lot of people think that way. They kind of look at their piles of to-do and they get very overwhelmed. And I think systems is freedom. Systems is power. Systems is everything. And that's one of your superpowers, right? So even just being able to look at that and be like, okay, wow, whatever. I'm spending 10 hours a week on network marketing and getting $80, not worth mm. it, right? And so I think sometimes entrepreneurs need to reach out for support and help and guidance and coaches and programs because, you know, we don't go out and like fix our car and we don't go out and do our own dental repair. Yeah. But then we think with marketing or mindset and other things, we should just know. And we don't, right? So there's a bit of a shift here in our psychology. And I always laugh. Like this is kind of a funny example is people will would go in our DMs as naturopaths or nutritionists be like, oh, I have eczema and acne. What should I take, right? And in my mind, my first thought was always, I mean, I always see the best in people. So I'm like, okay, they're just looking for help. Good for them. Yeah. And we wouldn't just walk to our local bread maker and be like, can I have four loaves of sourdough for free, please? Like we just wouldn't, right? So this is about changing our psychology too. Like you hired the coach, you joined the program and putting value on these things that we assume should be free. And as soon as that psychology shifted for you, you were able to take a big jump. Whereas if we just keep grinding and you know, guessing the results are not going to be as great. So I think that's a wicked story. Um, and yeah, like in a way, maybe it's great for a little bit. You put your toe in everything and then you were able to identify this is what I really love. So I don't think it means don't start like it. We're not saying don't start stuff because sometimes you really need to feel into, Ooh, that feels good. That doesn't feel good. But you were, you then made the choice in a timely manner to decide, let's move forward like this. 100%. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting what you say about the, you're not going to ask your local baker for free bread, but mm -hmm. when people sell their knowledge mm -hmm. and information, somehow we see that as different than buying a physical product. It's like, oh, there doesn't have to be an exchange. And that's why I think the service professionals dilemma is really standing mm -hmm. true in the value that you have and making sure that, you know, just like how a loaf of bread costs you five bucks. Mm -hmm. And if you want three loaves, it's 15 bucks that we have a value on our time, our packages mm -hmm. too, and that we stay strong in that. And that it's mm -hmm. not really like this flexible thing that we just gift free bread to some people, but then other people pay half price and other people pay full market value. But that's really tough when you're the the bottleneck of bringing sales into your business. It's so true. This whole distinction between the physical world and then, you know, we don't print out. Like if I just print it on my Instagram, it's like five-year naturopathy doctorate, Reiki, yoga, five years in the marketing world, NLP, hypnosis. And I just showed people, but yeah. it's like, I don't know. You're always trying to like handle things with grace mm -hmm. and also a boundary. That's what I always try and aim for. Cause I think sometimes now that boundaries is kind of this hype word, yeah. I actually think people can get a little rude 
and that I never want to be rude. So I, I think it's like, you know, ah, thank you so much for being interested in the work I offer. You know, I offer a 15 minute meet and greet to see if we're a good fit to work together um, or point them to a podcast or there's ways to kind of engage mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Um, and so I think it's personally, and I love your perspective. That's what I kind of strive for is grace and boundary and grace and boundary so that it's not just like, I don't do that period. I'm just like, oof, I'm not sure I want to engage again. Right. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, it really is important to assess like what is the energy you want people to feel in your mm -hmm. presence? Are you open to conversation? Because if you are, and that's a good thing, if you are somebody who gets business based on sharing what you know and how you can help. But if you have this wall up, that's like, mm -hmm. I'm not open to conversation. I have this boundary where I don't DM people back then I'm not sure I want to engage in any sort of a relationship because right. I don't know if you're going to be like that behind the scenes too. Hey, so, yeah. you just put that in the perfect words. That's exactly what I feel. It's like, don't DM me with an ex. I'm like, okay, I get it. And I respect it because people have probably walked the line too yeah. far. But then you're pushing away people who are genuinely just want a bit of information before deciding, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. that is a super fascinating topic. Um, and then something else that struck me as you were speaking is, was there any like big surprise? Like you got going, you were a year or two into your business, any surprises about being an entrepreneur? So many surprises or just things that come up that I think you could never predict. The biggest mm -hmm. one that might be relevant to your audience is just the constant, need, I guess, to wear all of the hats. So mm -hmm. I think for a lot of professionals and coaches and creatives, when they get into business, we really dream about being able to focus the majority of our time on doing the thing mm -hmm. and helping the people. However, embarking on a journey of starting a business also means that you need to open a sales department and you need mm -hmm. to have a little marketing strategy and somebody's got to do your admin work or your payroll or your branding or your tech setup. And so mm -hmm. I think one of the things that surprised me that I was also willing to embrace was just that constant fluctuation between I'm delivering the service, but I'm also running this entire business and responsible for acquiring new clients if I want to stay in business. So mm -hmm. it's almost this dance between the heart and the mechanics. And I know way too many awesome individuals who have started a business because they're so passionate about what they do. Like they love personal training. And so they get right into it, but they don't spend the time on the mechanical piece, which is implementing contracts or having a booking system or collecting payments from clients. And when all of that starts to break down and they're not being paid and clients cancel three minutes before mm -hmm. a session when they've just traveled across the city and, you know, when they're outsourcing their marketing to an agency for $5,000 a month and putting themselves in debt only to get zero results. I think 
we're in this place where we're then missing the other vital piece, which is figuring out the mechanics, really understanding mm. business and being willing to crack open this whole new topic of business marketing growth that maybe you didn't learn in school, but that is actually a requirement in order to be a successful entrepreneur mm. or somebody who delegates or somebody who does it all themselves. Mm, that's yeah, that's so true. It's you get discouraged fast because you weren't taught the skills. And it's like, how much do I show up here and there? And I know even some entrepreneurs right away in a small business, they're holistic and they'll say, well, I'll just hire marketing out, which I think is a possibility. Though I think when you're offering a holistic service, people do need to see you engage and they do need to see your face. So yeah. it's a fine line there too, between like, I'll just give it to a service industry and then it's like, you know, there is a bit of a responsibility to at least have your voice be heard and known and seen. Because guess what? If if you don't do that, you're probably going to get clients you don't really want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and I think, you know, so many of us were looking for the formula or what mm -hmm. worked for you. But, you know, I, I could tell you that I have a friend who makes, say, $5 million a year and he has zero Instagram presence. So if I tell you that, you're going to assume that the secret is outside of Instagram. But then, you know, in a few moments, I might tell you a story, and these are both true, about a girlfriend of mine who has no email list, no website. She only shows up on Instagram, and she also makes five million a year. So now you're having complete conflicting information about what works mm. for service providers to be successful in their marketing strategy. And so that's where it comes back to you and testing and understanding where the data shows that you're able to connect with clients and build relationships mm. because what works for my one friend there does not work for my other friend and vice versa. But both of them have built the exact marketing plan hmm. and business plan that works with their unique skill sets and neither of them outsourced to an agency. Oh my gosh. I love that story. Cause you're, that is a huge, huge question. I'm sure you get it all the time. Tell me exactly what to do. And it's like, I think there's just kind of a magic to the universe that your profession with your personality, with the medium you hmm. choose, it's like, let the magic unravel and just keep showing up, get started and keep showing up. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm. So what would you say to an entrepreneur who's having a really hard day? Ah, oh, well, I'd first tell them to give themselves some grace because it's not easy to navigate a hard day, whether it is mm -hmm. somebody asking for a refund or somebody who tells you you're not good at what you do or somebody who sends you a really short response to a comment that you made, a positive comment that you made. So oftentimes the hard days are not because of anything we did, but as a result of us putting ourselves out there and being mm -hmm. around so much energy, right? <laughs> Entrepreneurs are givers. We <laughs> love to give and life gives to the givers. However, that also means that the givers are getting a lot of the negative stuff too. Life gives the good stuff to the givers. Mm -hmm. Life also 
gives over some criticism to the givers, gives over to the negative, negative energy to the givers. So hmm. I think for anyone going through a hard day or a hard week or hard season, really bring it back to you and what you need in this moment to hold your vision, because it's easy to want to quit or to throw in the towel is what I often hear. Like I'm just ready to throw in the towel, but if you can just take a quick second and reconnect to where am I going? What is possible? What is that feeling I have when I am standing in my light? And if you can just get a glimmer of that, so you can hold on one more day, mm -hmm. then hopefully, you know, tomorrow you feel a little bit more resilient or, you know, the negative energy has worn off, but oh, I love that Kelsey. It's, it's tough. We'll it's say that it, it, it's going to come and go those negative seasons. I don't think they ever go away, no matter how far along on your journey you are, you just have different challenges and different negativity or hiccups coming mm -hmm. into your realm yeah and you really hit on a few of the big ones right it's like when someone gives you a yucky comment and I think something you and I have learned respectively across our years and years journey is often when that happens it's not even a reflection of you they're in a they're having a bad day or a bad mm -hmm. time you know and so the resilience muscle to just get back up and be like, you know, and I think you and I both find too that saying, do you want to get on a call can be like good medicine for people because, you know, chances are they're feeling lonely, frustrated and sad. So, you know, there are ways to kind of get past those hard days, but yeah, having that grounded perspective in the moment can be hard because we all care, right? Absolutely. And so we talked about the drops or the not so great days. What is your favorite perk of being an entrepreneur? Mm. There are so many. And I think for me, and I know this is something that's very important to you too, it's mm -hmm. the freedom. So circling back to the initial story that I shared of going into that corporate office and wearing clothes I didn't like and having to express myself in ways that I didn't care for and having to, it was down to the little things like having to pack my lunch. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to eat for lunch. And here I was at 6am making something for my lunch because I had to leave the house. And to me, that is not freedom. <laughs> so mm. it was all these micro moments that made me feel stripped of my ability to make a choice and to feel like I had the ability to decide in any given moment or when somebody said something I didn't like to respond in a way that felt right for me. Mm. So freedom is a huge perk to me and one of the big reasons why I love running a business. And the other thing that I would say is the ability to create with limitless potential. So there is absolutely mm -hmm. no limit to what you or I can do right now. Mm -hmm. We are not bound by a job description. So if you have ever worked in the corporate world, you know that you get a job description and you probably review it with your manager once per year and it has key objectives and deliverables and who you are and what certifications you have. And you kind of wait for them mm -hmm. to 
promote you, right? Which is a new job description, which has a few more certifications and you have more responsibility. Mm -hmm. The cool thing when you run your own business and you do your own thing is that if you see yourself kind of skipping a few job descriptions, cause you're like, I've done so much work. Like I have yeah. put in time and energy and experience and my confidence is through the roof and I've got all these results. You get to actually write that new job description, go smash through it all, raise your prices, bring more abundance into your world, give more to causes you care about, and it never ends. So if your vision gets bigger, you just keep going. And I feel as though in a more mm. typical corporate structure, I wasn't able to dream that big. Like I felt mm -hmm. confined by the four walls of the office, whereas running a business, I'm reminded every day that, oh my gosh, I can do anything. Love and, that. and I'm excited at that thought. Oh, I love that possibility. And I'm just going to go there right now, but Kelsey and I run a program called leave and her superpower gift that everyone in the container said that they love being around her ability. And I don't want to use the word discipline because discipline sounds negative. Kelsey's devotion when she says she's going to do something, her follow through and her consistency are absolutely positively contagious and magnetic. So, you know, if you're looking for a guide or a mentor to help you with these skills, let me tell you, she's got them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, you know, just, I really believe we become who we hang around. So if you do not have accountability mentors and groups around you, definitely consider joining our leap group because Kelsey and I have this combination. She's got this consistent devotional marketing experience and I am this like heart-centered life leaper. I, I do things until my heart feels so accurate and shining. And I love offering perspective and how to get in alignment with joy and happiness in all the areas of your life so your business wins. So please check our program out. It's um, We can both say with a lot of conviction that it's pretty great. And it's one of a kind because to the best of our knowledge, there is no other program where it is this beautiful synergy of the marketing work, the mindset work, which mm -hmm. are the two tools that we feel we don't learn in school and mm -hmm. that we're not necessarily equipped with that are mm -hmm. so essential to growing a sustainable and successful business without burning out or feeling like you have to mm -hmm. do it like everybody else. Like if you have the right mindset and you're equipped with just everything that gives you that ability to stand with conviction, like I know what I'm doing and like, I am confident in this business and in myself as a leader. And then you pair that with new strategy and new messaging and getting clear on the value proposition that's actually going to make sales in your business. That's the hybrid of skills that we want to equip professionals and coaches and creatives with because mm -hmm. these two topics are not being taught together anywhere else. Yeah. So, so, so well put Kelsey. Yeah. We are starting May 16th. We would love to have you. Um, there's a few things here that we just to, you know, bring it home. 
we're going to work on how you send the signal in Kelsey's words that we want our business to take off, how to grow your business without burning out and how to stay with your hands in the beautiful, rich pool of clear marketing plans and consistent mindset to get through those hard days of entrepreneurship. So we would absolutely love to see you inside. DM one of us and we can send you more information. Um, and Kelsey, let's wrap up today with the question, what makes someone magnetic? I knew you were going to ask this question and I still got a little nervous when I heard it. <laughs> I think something I've been thinking a lot about lately is the word charisma and not so much what we might think when we hear that word, because we might think someone who's eccentric or really bubbly or super positive, but charisma can also have a calmness and a certainty and just mm -hmm. a, a very present energy. And the only way I can really put this is, you know how sometimes let's use Instagram as an example. Sometimes you stumble on somebody's Instagram stories and you watch all 10 segments till the end. And you're like, oh, I might follow this person. But then sometimes you land on somebody's stories and you watch one and you're just not really sure, not interested right now. Sometimes mm -hmm. this can be boiled down to somebody's charisma. It's mm -hmm. the way in which they stand in their own unique brilliance. And they have some sort of quality that makes you attracted mm -hmm. to their energy and to use your word, they are magnetic. Mm -hmm. And so some people say you are born with charisma, but a lot of people say you actually build charisma through life experiences and engaging with the world around mm -hmm. you. And I really do think that those who are actively engaging in the world around them, who are present, they have a higher degree of charisma and mm -hmm. that makes them so magnetic but it's really hard to put a pulse mm. on. Oh, that's so good. Standing in their unique brilliance. And I think that's so beautifully put. And the more we can do that, the more we can attract people around us who are doing the same, right? No masks, no facades, just this is me. Um, and then I forgot to tell you this when you were talking about showing up at work the way you didn't want. When I like hit my peak of hating my... Um, agency marketing job this one day I was wearing a skirt and a shirt and I had heels in the back of my car and my active rebellion that day was I wore cowboy boots into the office <laughs> just for no reason I'm like I don't feel like wearing heels and everyone was looking at my oh feet my so weird and I'm like what's my look today <laughs> the biggest act of rebellion in corporate culture is wearing cowboy boots for sure I can't, I'm gonna feel a little free today so mm -hmm. yeah. anyways Kelsey there's so much depth to this interview um I learned a ton and I'm sure that listeners will be just soaking it up so thank you for being here and to all the listeners thank you for listening and we hope to see you inside our Leap Foundations course starting in May can't wait and see you all inside and if you have any questions let us know and thank you Emily for having me on your podcast my pleasure. Talk soon.
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis, so it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show on either iTunes or Spotify. It just takes a second. And if you don't want to rate the show, you could also just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your social media platform of choice, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey, visionaries, I wanted to interrupt this episode to actually share a pretty alarming statistic. So research actually shows that women-led businesses fail more often than our male counterparts. Oftentimes, that's because we don't have the necessary support, the predictable lifestyles, and sometimes it's because we try to do it all and be it all, when in reality, life sometimes has other plans. Has that ever happened to you? Well, that's why Emily and and I are putting together the Leap Mastermind. This is a weekly mastermind that provides ongoing support as you grow and maintain your successful business. And we are putting together a group of 16 women who are ready to grow in a group and a community. It's all about being around the right people, making new friends, finding new business partners who understand your challenges with running a business and building an epic life filled with freedom and joy and your version of balance. So what we're going to offer is guidance and expertise and accountability between Emily and I. We have coached thousands of women like you to not only drive more revenue into the business, but to adopt the right mindset to create whatever business and lifestyle you desire. We give you the space to dream. We give you the strategies to implement. And most of all, we give you 15 other women who are going to support you and who are going to make you feel way less alone on this journey. Now, right now we are not selling this publicly. So the only way to get more info, the only way to get more details is to either send me an email, hello at kelseyridle.com. Just say the word mastermind, or you can just quickly find me on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell. Send me a DM with the word mastermind. It is going to be a truly incredible space. We're going to meet every single Wednesday and we really can't wait to kick off and get things started as of beginning of May. So honestly, I mean, this is a mastermind that I've always wanted to be a part of. I've invested over $100,000 in masterminds before and I've really learned what works, what doesn't, what we need in order to succeed and I can't wait to spill all the beans. So between Emily and I, she's a mindset coach. I'm a marketing coach. We have all the tools that they really don't teach you in school. You're so skilled at what you do, but did you ever really learn how to sell, how to promote your services, how to embody the physiology of success that's going to gift you with six figure, seven figure, maybe eight figure salaries down the line. So that's it. Send me a DM on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell or email me hello at KelseyRydell.com. We are not promoting this publicly, so this is the only way to slide in.